Welcome to G Shit the Podcast, guys. I am Giovanni. And I am Ryan Alexander. And today we have a longtime friend of mine, Detroit rapper, style enthusiast, coolpreneur, cool teacher, not school teacher, cool teacher, Detroit. Prada Don Dada. Willie Mac oh Jr., God. man. Glad to oh have God. you on the show, man. Oh Appreciate y'all having me. For, for sure, show, man. Uh, before we get started, um, we want to hit you with a little bit of trivia. Normally, we do rapid fire, and we still go do the rapid fire thing, too. But we go test your knowledge on some of the Motown um, history, because you are an artist yourself. And then we also go hop into the rapid fire so that people can get man, to know you. So Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's <laughs> um, see what we really know. I'm going to let G see go first. Field goal <laughs> looking like out here. Ah, this is gonna be a fill in the blank. Uh, the founder of Motown Records is. Oh, Barry Gordy. All yeah. right, yeah. all right, yeah. one for one. We don't gotta be the no more. All right. <laughs> what was the original name of Motown Records? Shit, I don't know. <laughs> I ain't gonna pretend I know that. Uh, it was Tamla, and then they merged, and then it was Gordy okay. Records, and then they turned it into okay. Motown that Records. Makes sense. What was <laughs> what was the original building that recorded Motown Records? The original building wasn't it like a house. You know this, bro. This is this is downtown. No, uh, the I crib. Think more. Yeah, the crib right there. <laughs> I know the crib. It's the Motown Museum, now, That's right? Good. Ain't that what we talking about? Yeah. yeah. You know the name of it. I no. Think, I think it's still on the side. Ain't I feel like I, I saw it when I drove yeah. by. Yeah, I think yeah, it's now it's a museum. It's a museum, not for show. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that um, one is um, Hitsville. Hitsville. Duh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> um, I knew that, man. I knew that. Who did they coin the first lady of Motown? This one was hard. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know who this one was. I threw it in there. I'm for sure about to say Diana. You That's who I thought it was, too. It yeah, was uh, Claudette Robinson. Okay. She was one of the originals, so she was coined the first lady of Motown. Okay. Down one for what's that one for four? <laughs> we here. Yeah, I mean you kind of knew that you, you knew what the building knew. was. We gonna edit it so yeah. like you knew what the building was. Yeah. I it. knew the building. Dang, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go ahead, that one. Um, what is Motown's top-selling album to date? And I got four. I'm gonna make this a multiple choice so it's easier for All you. I right, bet do that for me. Do that for yeah. me. Is it uh, two by Boys to Men? Is it Can't Slow Down by Lionel Richie? Mm -hmm. Is it Thriller by Michael Jackson? Or is it What's Going On by Marvin Gaye? It gotta be Thriller. It gotta be Thriller. Gotta yeah. be thriller. Yeah. I was gonna say Thriller too. I just wasn't sure if it was Motown <laughs> yeah. or not. It like, was Thriller. Uh, what was the last year the Pistons won the championship? What was that? 0304? 0304. 0304. Yeah, yeah. Who they beat? Oh, shit, the, the <laughs> Lakers. Yeah, yeah they beat the Lakers. We're going to go into some rapid fire. We use this so that people can just kind of get to know simple things about you real quick before yeah. we dive into the deep, the deeper questions. Uh, this is just first thing that comes to mind. Not too complicated. Pretty simple. Um, I'm going to start it off. Favorite food? Uh, pasta. Favorite vacation? Like place? Sure. Uh, we said rapid the beach, fire. For real, my bad. <laughs> no, yeah. the beach. beach. Favorite color? Green. Music or movies? Uh, music. Nickelodeon. Uh, yeah, music. <laughs> I thought about it. Uh, Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network? Cartoon Network. First thing you notice when you look at someone? Uh, they outfit. <laughs> sure. That's the second time somebody said that, Bruh. and the first time he was mad self-conscious, and now I'm kind of self-conscious. Like, <laughs> I'm short, man. Shit, I ain't gonna bro. lie, but uh, favorite music artist? Jigga. Jigga. Right, uh, Paris or Tokyo? I mean, I ain't been in either. Which one you going? But to? if I had to choose, 
shit. I'm gonna say Tokyo because it seemed more fun. But if it, if I'm on some fly shit, Paris. <laughs> Niggas in Paris. <laughs> Did you rather have a yacht or a jet? Yeah. Do you believe in ghosts? Uh, I don't put them past possible. <laughs> I don't put them past possible. <laughs> I'm going to use that. <laughs> Is it my turn? Your turn. Okay. It's your turn. My turn. Favorite season? Uh, fall. Club or lounge? Lounge. Would you rather speak every language or have the ability to talk to animals? Every language. Every language. Okay. That's our rapid right. fire. Y'all get to know Willie a little bit more. Um, as Ryan mentioned, uh, a man of many talents. So we're going to start to dive into it. Um, and start kind of um, at the beginning for everything. Um, so talk to us about music, I guess. Where did the love of music really start out? Uh, I would say the love of it, I couldn't pinpoint, you know what I'm saying? Because it kind of just was always around me, driving to school every morning, parents playing R&B, me searching for shit on LimeWire when that became a thing, you know what I'm saying? But uh, me, like... Getting into music happened later, for sure, like 22, 23. And that's when I really fell in love with making it, you feel me? Who's your favorite artist? I mean, Jigga, for sure. I told him before we even, I was like, I, I know his favorite artist, Jay-Z. Jigga, you know? Jigga and Early A, they're my, my top two. That's why the Paris over Tokyo, then. <laughs> <laughs> that might be why. Uh, let's start with uh, the first album that you ever wrote. What was the process like for that one, it being like your first baby ever? Uh... It was crazy because I had just like uh, lost my scholarship. I was hooping. I lost my scholarship, low key smoked my way out of school, you feel me? Uh, my brothers was out in LA at the time and they told me like, as you figure out what's next, come out there. And uh, it kind of just happened organically, us having fun type shit. And uh, it became the therapy that was like, it was my therapy in between finding out what was next in my life. And you know what I'm saying? Over time, it just became what's next. So when you ask the writing process, it was kind of just like over that period of me figuring out what's next, I was just writing about it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if it was hard or easy, but <laughs> it just, you know, happened. It took like yeah. probably two years to make that first one for real. So When did you start writing? When did the first one drop? Uh, the first project dropped. Uh, January 1st, uh, 2017. 2017. Mm-hmm. I dropped it New Year's Eve, but it, I started writing it in 2014. Gotcha. Like, the end of, like, summer. Because when I first started writing, that summer I was talking about, I wrote 13 songs the first seven days I started writing. Damn. And some of those songs was on that project. Gotcha. So that's why I say it took, like, two years. Two years. years. Oh, man. Um, you on your fourth studio album i know you had five projects uh -huh. technically right yeah, but yeah. this one you you're considering your fourth studio album you have stop and smell the roses which yeah. is technically the first yeah, which yeah. is the one that took you two years to write yeah. um ink university back to cool dope ass album keep the change and then now we're on ink university two or yeah. ink university back to yeah. cool um what was the process like for each album and i know you kind of started with the first one um, can you walk us through, like, I guess your progression in that journey? Okay. Well, I just to clear up, that one that took two was when I really became Willie. That was the one that took the two years. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, Stop and Smell the Roses was from when I dropped that to Christmas Eve that same year, 2017. So, it's still about a year. But, uh, I mean, that, during that process of that, Stop and Smell the Roses, I had went back to school, too. So, uh. Why'd you go back to school? Uh, I was living 
I was just living too free. You feel me? It's not a bad thing, though. It's not, but I was also realizing, like, getting into the industry, I need to be able to, like, control my freedom. You know what I'm saying? So I was kind of, like, using that as a way to get myself back on some kind of schedule. So as I, like, transitioned back out of school, I could just kind of keep that schedule but apply it to music. You know what I'm saying? But that... uh, the process of writing the four of those was really just uh after one finish i don't try to write for a couple months i just go back to chilling Mm -hmm. living you know and as inspiration comes i just use it to you know create you're not forcing it no i can't force it that like my brothers actually taught me kind of not to force it because when i say i wrote them 13 songs in that first seven days, they like I was trying to keep making shit, mm-hmm. and they was like, "No, stop! Yeah, like, yeah. We about to just live, and you just got to LA for real. We're gonna live for yeah. a couple weeks, and you can go back to writing." And when I did that, I started writing more shit, just as easy as them first thirteen. So ever since, I kind of just applied that to my projects. Like once I finish one, I take a break, and then just let the inspiration come as it comes. Gotcha. You know what I mean? From the second album to the first, what was like the main thing that you wanted to to do differently? So the first album obviously was kind of there's some growing pains with it. You mm-hmm. learning who you are. You mm-hmm. maybe not even understand the music yet all the way. Mm-hmm. What did you learn most from that first album that you took into that second one? Uh, hmm, that's a good question. I would probably say like during the first like couple albums, I was really trying to figure out my sound. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you know in this era, this last 10 years for real it's kind of been you know the same kind of vibes for real and I didn't necessarily want to fall into that unless it was natural you know what I'm saying so uh like music had the same vibes or you think you thought you you had the same vibes and you need to change it up I thought the industry as a whole was kind of in the same pocket you know you got Mm -hmm. your outliers but you know most of it was in the same pocket and I I wanted to make sure if I was gonna because hoop was like I thought that's what I was doing in my yeah. life. So when music presented itself, it was like, if I'm going to do this, I got to take it serious. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So uh, I'm sick. I'm kind of losing where I was going with this. Nah, yeah. I mean, you you started with Stop and Smell the Roses, then you moved into, you know, Ink University, Back to Cool. Yeah. And it seemed like there was like a, a transition into like the theme of being like this cool artist. And I was, I was just something else I was telling you. I was like, yeah. when you listen to him, he don't sound like no other Detroit artist. Nope. You know what I'm saying? He got his own vibe and yep. he, like he's intentional about being, you know, this this cool preneur, as I, I, I call yeah, it. I and like it's dope, that. man. Like it's a, like it, it really is a vibe. But um, what is the, you know, the Back to Cool um, concept mean to you? And like, I mean, how did that evolve into an album title. You use that university stuff in, in a lot of things, like mm-hmm. on your website and everything too. Like, yeah. where's that? Where's that come yeah. from? It's kind of like, uh, cause I feel like, like for one, with actual school, I went to school for four years, but I don't got a degree. You know what I'm saying? In school for seven, I ain't got a degree. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I went to school and don't use my degree. <laughs> you know? and then it's like you know, a lot of niggas taught themselves. A lot of people call YouTube YouTube University. Mm-hmm. A lot of people learned out the streets, you know what I'm saying? So Inc. University is kind of like, you know, someone who learns from life experience, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I wanted to mean to people. Like, you can use your life experiences to kind of get your degree, you know what I mean? And my path is different than anybody else's to get what my degree would be, you know what I'm saying? But you know, you don't have to pigeonhole yourself to what people have 
told you the way to be successful. You can figure it out, you know, your way. And that's kind of what Ink University means. Back to cool more so means be yourself for real. Like, I think the definition of cool is being yourself, whatever that is. You know what I'm saying? If you... If you a nerd and you truly a nerd right. and you be that, that's cool. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It ain't cool to be a nerd and try to be a nigga who, you know, something else. So right. that's, you know, that's kind of what those mean, for sure. With your third album, how do you think things changed from Ink University Back to Cool to Keep the Change? What was the difference in that album? Uh, keep the Change, Back to Cool, I would say, was when, like, okay, so let me stop and smell the roses. A lot of people was telling me, like, that cool vibe, your shit. Like, that's your <laughs> shit, you know what I'm saying? So, I, back to cool, I kind of wanted to experiment in that realm, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And uh, so, moving out of back to cool, I wanted to... Because I also know I can kind of make bangers, you know what I'm saying? Like, on God, Scared to Shoot, Dance Willie. Ooh, like, Dance Willie, I remember when that motherfucker came <laughs> out, man. I was like, man, where my stereo at, dog? <laughs> So, like, I didn't really do that on Back to Cool, you know what I'm saying? So, Key to Change, I wanted to get back into that freedom, and I wanted to collaborate with people more. That's why it's a lot of features on Key to Change, you know what I'm saying? So, that's kind of what I was on, and I was kind of in a place where, like, Key to Change kind of mean, like, you know, like I said on the intro, giving game, you can keep the change. Like, you know what I'm saying? I got extra left over, you can keep that type shit. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> you a cool ass nigga, <laughs> Out of all those projects, which one is your favorite? Usually it's the one I recently made. You know what I'm saying? Recency bias? I know what you mean. Yeah, so Bad to Cool is it right now. Uh, but... Also, I will I will always keep when I really became Willie up there because it introduced me to music. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. And then so, like the first. Yeah, so those two right now, I like all the motherfuckers. I mean, we go get to like how the name came, and I don't want to get too far away from where we yeah. are because um, I think it's an interesting topic on how you became Willie Mac. But um, you know, talk to us a little bit about because. Um, You've been talking about going to school, leaving mm-hmm. school, being on this journey of wanting to be a basketball player, falling into rap. How did your personal uh, growth and your personal journey spill into each album? Um, uh, that's what I kind of, that's what I try to do. I try to make, excuse me, each uh, album. Like, my goal would be to drop an album a year until I die. You feel me? That would be my goal. So if you look back on my life, you can get a piece from each year and what I was kind of going through feeling that year. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of like what I'm striving for. So that's, you know, when you ask that question, I put a little bit of all of me in every project. You know what I'm saying? And it grows as you grow. Yeah, type shit. So with that being said, what what do you, like what is your, your goal for when you write? Is it for you to be able to get some release out of it? Is it you to make art? Is it you to help somebody else out? Like what's the reasoning behind that? I want to make music to help other people, you know what I'm saying? So that'll be my main, you know, goal. But it's still a little bit of all that. Like I said, it's still my therapy when I'm going through shit. It's usually when I make the best shit, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, I might have a message that I'm trying to get off at the time. Or, you know, I might just be trying to get some tips, run a family business. I might have just learned some shit with them that I throw on the song. So it's kind of just me trying to 
give the game I got. You know, gotcha. so that's where yeah. University come from. You know, I ain't saying I know it all and no shit like that, <laughs> but I learned from my life, so maybe other people can too yeah. type shit. You know people going to be able to relate to it, I mean, in some way or shape. Mm -hmm. um, and you talk about, um, you know, the process being kind of therapeutic. Mm -hmm. um, you alluded to which one was your favorite album. Um, mm -hmm. This might be kind of the same question, which one meant the most to you? Like, which album meant the most? I don't think that's the same. The one that meant the most probably Stop and Smell the Roses, for real, because uh, after when I really became Willie, I was still at a place of, like, uncertainty about rap. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know if I would make good music again because it was so new to me. I'm mm -hmm. like, shit, it might have just been some shit I was on that summer type <laughs> yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? It's been a hobby. But, uh... Stop and Smell the Rose is one that was something my grandma always told me, you know, because mm -hmm. I used to tell her, like, at, like, six, like, Grandma, I'm going to have 20 kids in the Lamborghini <laughs> when I, I used to tell her that kind of shit. She used to always be like, Stop and Smell the Rose yeah. or whatever, you feel me? So that was a message I wanted to give to other people because it meant a lot to me. It's kind of why I be chilling now. Like, I don't let too much shit get to me. Because it's like life go on, you know what I'm saying? Take the good with the bad, keep yeah. rolling type shit. So uh, that one for sure mean the most because it had the most meaningful message, I think, yeah. as far as the concept of the album. Ryan alludes to you as just this cool-ass artist with Detroit flavor, but at the same time <laughs> you don't sound like any other Detroit rapper. What's that process been like becoming, you know, this, this coolpreneur? Uh, I think... Uh, More like a finding yourself question. Like, how's that been? Like, finding yourself, who you really are, what you really like, and then showing everybody else that, you know? Yeah, it's been... I mean, kind of, it's been like me isolating myself, for real. Because when I first started making music, it wasn't intentional, but I just couldn't listen to other people's music. Like, it'd be hard. Even my favorite artist, it'd take me a month before I played a new album and shit. Because I was so busy trying to find my sound. And I think it's been... It's grown into, like, a mix of the new Detroit rap with like the Motown sound, you mm -hmm. feel me? That's what I kinda, I, th I think if I'm being 100% honest, I yeah. think I'm the artist from Detroit that can bridge the gap between the mainstream sound and Detroit sound and make people see how, you know, everybody already know how dope it is, they just scared to accept it, mm -hmm. you feel me? And I feel like I could be one of the artists that push the city through to that next level type shit. So. And I mean, uh, I didn't mean to cut no, you off, ahead. but like, uh, like I was just thinking about it too. I was like, cause I mean, it's not that like your style is contradictory to every other artist in Detroit. Cause it sounds different. It's just like the, the back to cool It's you, you know That's what I'm true. saying? And, um, you know, I think you kind of alluded to it. Is that what you want to bring to the game? Just being an individual? Yeah, for sure. Really just being yourself. I think, you know, and this ain't nothing new. I ain't the first artist to say this, but I think a lot of uh, artists just scared to be themselves because of the pressures of the industry or the fans or what they think people might want to hear. But I think music is getting to a place where it's best to be yourself, especially if you're looking for longevity with social media and mm -hmm. shit, people following you. They want to know who you are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... I felt like getting into the game. I wanted to be my true self, and I want the industry to, like, when Kanye got in the game, people seen, like, you ain't got to just be this gangster rapper right. type shit. I think, you know, I'm another level of that. 
type shit. Or, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where you can just truly be who you are. You can, if, if you know, whatever your lifestyle is, you can make it, you know, appealing to the people who it's going to appeal to. You may not be a Drake who can appeal to the world, right. but shit, you can appeal. Even if me, if I can only appeal to Detroit, I'm fine with that. You feel me? Yeah. I would like to be a huge artist. But whoever my crowd is, that's who I'm looking for. Right. Whoever rock with you, rock with you. And that variety is go come back. Like, you do have that sound that's in between mainstream and Detroit. And, like, you know, I feel like we only got a few artists that have come out of Detroit. Everybody else still super hyper local to me. I'm in in Tampa, and people like, you heard of this new Detroit artist? I'm like, not really. Type shit. It's, It's. it's for sure getting to a place where Detroit about to be in the spotlight. So all these artists, because I think Detroit make the best street rap. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Oh, like, yeah. we make the best street rap. Whether you got Atlanta artists that make street rap, you got East Coast artists, West Coast artists. Ain't nobody making it like Detroit artists. You yeah. feel me? I think it's just so raw and so Detroit that it's, it makes the industry nervous. So yeah. they're scared to accept it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But it's... It's only gonna take time, and artists like Big Sean, me, niggas in the mid, mid, the middle, to you know let to you know help with the appeal yeah. of it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? What are some of the artists that you listen to right now? Uh, right now, uh, I've been heavy. I'm always gonna listen to Dime when Dime drop. <laughs> uh, shit, let me think. Whenever somebody asks me, this is hard for me to. I listen Nicky to Mac. shit. Willie Mac. Yeah, Willie yeah, Mac. That's, that's mostly for <laughs> Stop it, Smith. I ain't gonna lie. But you know, the Coles, the Kendricks, yep. newer niggas. I'm trying to think. I got some niggas. I'm sick. I'm not thinking. <laughs> you don't listen like Lil Baby, the Baby, Lil Young baby, Dog, Dirk. Not the Baby. I listen to Lil Baby, Lil Dirk. <laughs> you feel me? Uh, no disrespect to the baby. His style just a little He ain't going to hear this probably, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I still like, he didn't made some shit I like, but yeah. he ain't, you know, one of my favorites. Uh, I'll be, I'm, but I ain't going to lie, I'm mainly stuck in like 2004 and back. So when it comes to new artists, it ain't like I'm a heavy listener, but they got songs that's in the rotation, yeah. you feel me? But I'll be stuck in the past too much, low key. I need to get out of that. Me too. I don't listen to music until it come out on vinyl. Cause yeah. I got a vinyl player. Like that's I how I. That's so cold though. The newest thing I actually just bought. Shit, what was I bought? What was I just? Bought? I actually just bought a Motown record, and then I bought Tribe Called Quest a little while ago. Those are the most mm. recent ones I bought. But I don't listen to music. Like I still haven't heard Drake's new album. Yeah. I just don't listen to shit when yeah. it come out. I'm be, stuck in I'll that thing too. Hell, I shit. still listen to Drought Three before I listen to anything else. Love that album. The newest shit I listen to. Like consistently is Victory Lap, honestly. Oh, yeah. Like consistently. Yeah. Cause I'm a I'm a album nigga. Like I like to play shit top to bottom. Yeah. yeah. So if I can't do that, I'm probably not gonna really listen to it. What's your favorite album top to bottom then? Besides your own, obviously. Favorite <laughs> album top to bottom? Shit. Probably late registration. Oh, it's Word? not a J album? It's either that or reasonable doubt. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But late registration is like I like the music of it, you know what I'm saying? Like Jay, Jay, my favorite rapper. Kanye, my favorite artist. I kind of gotcha. look at it. You feel me? So late registration has some hits on it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite is Diamonds from that one. Yeah, I love Di- he got some. Of we major, motherfucking yeah. yeah. Late registration. Heard him say he got so much shit on that. That's funny as hell. Like you go from, uh, you know. 
old school artists Motown like Jay, artists, you know what I'm saying? Then you you like the West Coast, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Shit like Dom and Nip. And I remember when uh, Dom was blowing up. See, this is, I, I told you, like, you know what I'm saying? I used to pay attention to, like, your, your work and shit. When Dom was blowing up, like, Twitter was big. Uh-huh. Y'all was on, on Twitter talking about how big Dom was. Yeah. Who has been some of your biggest influences um, in, in your music, you know, your style? Since I started writing, uh, like, making music has definitely been Cole and Nip, for sure. Because they, they was on the vibes that I'm trying to be on, you know what I'm saying? Like, entrepreneur, teach the, you know, like, bring positivity to the music and do it in real life yeah. type shit. And I think they good examples of that. And, like, I started rapping in 2014. 2014 Forest Hill Drive, one of my favorite albums. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's so, the front to back too, man. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that album is really what got me through writing when I really became Willie, for sure. Uh, so, talked about your favorite artists, uh, Jay-Z, Kanye, uh, them, some of them being uh, your influences. What is your biggest motivation as an artist? Uh, if I'm being totally honest, I think... I think... Uh, this, I think this is my purpose for real. Like, I want, you know, my music to touch people. You know, I hope I continue to get better so it, you know, touches people, hopefully changes people and help them see that they can, like, find their purpose the same way, you know, I found mine, you know what I'm saying, through God, you know, through the hustle type shit. So that's yeah. kind of what I'm hoping my music can help people see they can do the same thing for real um you talk about you know being able to move people um who are the people that um you know are there when you go into the studio who's your biggest supporters um and who are the people that move you i guess uh i mean it's always like you know my brothers will pull up my closest friends for real uh kind of just going there. It depend on the night, too. You know, it might be, like, party kickback vibes or it might just be the homies or it might just be me and my engineer Smurf, for real. You know what I'm saying? But, uh... Yeah, I was just about to ask, you know, we we asked it before, like, you know, usually artists have, like, a, a 40. Or, mm. you know what I'm saying? Um, You know, I know you executive produced your fourth album mm. yourself, right? Or was it... No, the, this back to cool that just dropped was uh executive produced. It was me and my guy Corey, uh, Groovy Corey on Instagram. He put in a lot of work, helped me like with the sequencing of things, helping find beats and all that gotcha. type deal. So yeah, but uh, most times like as as far as you know, up until this album, that was my first time really working with somebody else. It was really just me for real figuring out what i liked and bouncing it off people close to me not necessarily nobody even in the industry that's crazy for real. you know it's just really been you know i find a beat that give me a feeling right to it ask my niggas how they feel about it you know what i'm saying yeah. and go from there my my nigga smurf is the only nigga you know what i'm saying like i probably We'll make a lot more music with Corey that we just made back to cool with. I would like to, you feel me? But up until this point, you know, it's kind of just been a filling out process, trial and error. Gotcha. All the things that you've been able to accomplish, I mean, to be able to put out these different albums, and we're going to talk about some of the work that you do later. What are you most proud of professionally that you've been able to accomplish? Uh, shit. Honestly, every time... 
Every time somebody tells me they like my shit, that shit just make me feel good. You feel me? <laughs> so that's probably, that's that's what I can say right now, especially regarding the music. I just be hyped when a motherfucker come tell me they like my shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit be hyped as hell. Um, you know, obviously G shit is uh, a platform, obviously, that we created um, for the community or whatever. I'm going to give you my G shit, bro, because you're a dope artist and I want you to continue doing it. Um, it always come a time in our episodes when, like, you know, I, I, I feel like I, like, just being a people person, want to encourage the person we are interviewing um, to keep doing what you're doing because it's not that it's qualifications to be on our show, but, like, mm-hmm. you know, we choose people who we, we believe are going to be successful and, bro, you got something. So. I appreciate that, yeah, man, bro, for sure. For sure. And whether you realize it or not, I think it's something that Ryan and I are starting to realize, like, our guests motivate us more than anything. Like, we come through and we're like, damn, yeah. Willie's doing all this. And then last week it was like, yo, Jesse's doing all this. Mm-hmm. And then this dude, like, being around people who are hustling, having people in your circle, being able to talk to them, understand their process, being able to share it is the reason why we made this. Because yeah. I feel like them hearing your story will help motivate them. Yeah. So, you know, before we get to the end of it, like, thank you just for your honesty thus far and everything that you've been able to, to contribute to it. Y'all, um, man. What uh, what influenced the name Willie Mac Jr.? I don't think we even talked about that yet. Uh, my granddad, his name was Willie Magruder, if you remember. He had the, the big white van, he used to pick me up from oh. school. Bro. He ain't thought about I that never shit put like that shit years, together, bro. Oh, yeah. His name is Willie Magruder. We used to call him Willie Mac. He was the coolest nigga on the planet to me, you know what I'm saying? That's what's uh, up, bro. He passed when I was hooping. Uh, like when I say, I smoked my way out of school. Mm-hmm. He passed during that hoop season. Oh, shit. So, uh, when I lost that scholarship and started rapping, it just only made sense to, like, And it's all know. been dedicated. Yeah, for sure, for sure. That's what's up, bro. For sure. Um. <laughs> I forgot about that big ass. <laughs> bro, that shit, as soon as you said, yeah, the big white van, it came see. back to me like a Scooby-Doo reel, nigga. <laughs> I was like, yeah, bitch, I remember that I big mean, motherfucker, bro. Park cars and shit. When he got older, <laughs> no. he, he got older. Like my granddad, when he passed, he was like 96. You Damn. feel me? So Damn. when he was picking me up from uh, Bates, he was still probably like 80, 81. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you know what I'm saying? That's the older mean. he was getting, my nigga couldn't drive as well no more. <laughs> He'd bump your shit on the way out that bitch for the show. It's crazy. <laughs> as it pertains to Detroit, we're gonna kind of move into some other stuff. Um, Ryan has mentioned that you are also very involved here, and we've been able to see those things, most notably being a part of uh, Detroit Startup uh, and Everybody versus COVID for Detroit. Can you talk a little bit about uh, those things and what they mean to you? Uh, I mean, being in the city, it's been like, you know, because I got to travel a little bit young, so seeing other cities, you know, how they move and how they, you know, help each other up and, you know, all that stuff. When I got back here and was really here, it was like me and my family together knew we wanted to bring those type of vibes back. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So even with like Detroit Startup Week, that's through Street Cred, which is our like family owned business. It's me, both my older brothers, my mom and dad. And uh, that's just something we do once a year with the city of Detroit. Detroit Startup Week, we just host an event for them. But our family business is geared towards like uh, helping other creatives, entrepreneurs just get their ideas off, build their brands. We own a building downtown, which where we was gonna have it first. That was mm-hmm. the first address I sent. But uh, 
and we use that as like a space for people not only to throw events whether it's a party if they party promoters or whatever but if they got a brand like a food brand or clothing brand they can have a pop-up shop or have people come you know buy the food from the space we just want that space to be a place where people in the community can grow their businesses and ideas together you know what i'm saying yeah so. and i mean you you've been doing some important work um in the city it seems like um what are you trying to you know do for the city or give back to the city or do for your community what's your vision for it i mean that that's my 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 goal is to use my talents to help other people you know what i'm saying that's something my mom always instilled in us you know what i'm saying and she's still working to do the same thing you know what i'm saying so uh it's really just about bringing resources back that the city hasn't had you know what i'm saying we was bankrupt for a lot of the years mm -hmm. of our life we on our way up but we still struggling yes. on that way so we just trying to be a group of people that you know try to fill some of the voids the city missing you know and circulating saying? that black dollar yeah, man, you fact, know what I'm fact, you know what i'm saying the more we can do that the more you know at least our communities can sustain and maintain for sure them. there was something i saw on your website willie mac airlines and you have it broken down into history ethics culture entrepreneurship why these four things and why are they so important to you uh so that's that's part of like uh when we talked about ink university earlier that's i kind of with this project created a degree and i'm still gonna do stuff with that i kind of created a degree that i thought you know these four things the, it was four emphasis with like classes yeah. under those emphasis. I mean, like 101, 202, yeah. 207, I remember that. So it's like, I thought those four things are kind of like the main things we need to learn about ourselves to be able to, you know, grow our community yeah. type shit. And I still plan to like do lectures, you know, from each of those classes, like one minute, quick little type PSA vibe. Yeah. So uh, that's just still more to come with that for sure. But uh, yeah, that was just that. I just thought those four categories are important for you know our people to like focus on, so that we can, like you say, circulate that black dollar and come up together as a community. Cause it's enough for everybody to eat. You know what I mean? It ain't yeah. got to just be one rich nigga giving back. We can all be paid. <laughs> yeah. I think the dopest thing about that is that they're all about the individual. You're, you want every individual to understand their history, to, to mm -hmm. be mindful of their ethics, to understand their culture, to mm -hmm. go out and be an entrepreneur by themselves. So mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you can do this shit. That's, yeah, that's what sure. I grabbed from it, which I thought was, was really sure. dope. And, and, if, and the thing about it, too, of the misconception of, like, entrepreneurship is people think that every, like, like how entrepreneurs promote becoming an entrepreneur it kind of like ignores the fact that everybody can't do it you know what i'm saying you need supporters too so if you don't feel like you're an entrepreneur you know what i'm saying you can help one get to their goal and still get paid with them you know what i'm saying so it's like i do like you say i want people to focus on the individual yep. that you know they can learn to become a better person but that don't mean you gotta necessarily be you know motherfucking you know, Jay-Z. Jay-Z, <laughs> right. you can yeah. be Rockefeller right now. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. You can be Bleak, you can be Emery, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it, it's all, you know, a, a community hustle and everybody can't be the head of it, you right. feel me? Um, 
you, I think you mentioned it, you know, having other people um, in your corner, you know what I'm saying? What other partnerships do you have? And, like, I know you work with um, some of your homeboys and you guys try to do things collectively, mm -hmm. or is that not is that not the case? No, no, that's a fact. It's, uh, you know, Influence New Culture, that's, Influence New Culture Records is the record label, but Influence New Culture, Inc. is a collective of people from Detroit, me and the homies, and we all do different things, like some of us in fashion, some of us in sports, mm -hmm. some of us in, like, accounting. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We all do something that, you know, is different from, you know, each other. And we uh, we started that collective to kind of, you know, just promote, you know, the same shit we've been talking about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A, a group of young black men from Detroit trying to show other young black people a way out that yeah. ain't necessarily what they told us sports and fuck you know what i'm saying like it's other industries even within those you can eat right. off of and we was just trying to you know so it's like clothing brand i got cash got mia vintage it's lef live enormous forever and we got like my guy e and coaching he be training kids uh, A and R's. There's a lot of different just stuff people want to create their own lanes. Yeah. And, you know, we trying to show people you ain't gotta just work for somebody, or you know, you ain't gotta take an internship to get in the industry. Right. You can just create your lane yeah. and hop in that motherfucker. So that's kind of what we've been on. To bounce off of that, there was a line that you had on a song you had, Rap Money. Uh -huh. We said you ain't signing no label unless they come correct you and with a lot of cash. And I think that co that ties directly with what you was just talking about. Why yeah. is it so important to make sure that you know what I'm saying you don't let another person take your money, another organization take your money? Right, and let you know, and and it's not that you gotta exclude yourself from you know the world, but like that line, it's like make sure if you're working with people, you get what you your value. You know what I'm saying? And they deserve, you know, whatever they bring to the table, they deserve their payback from it. Yeah. But make sure that's not at the detriment of what you deserve. Exactly. Type shit. And that's what that line mean. Like, if I ever was to sign, just know, they pay me good <laughs> and I own my shit. On some Deion Sanders shit. You look God. good, you feel good. Um, this, I kind of want... Um, you to talk about from you know I think we kind of alluded to it before kind of sidebar what we were just talking about throw up the sign I know you I know you know what I'm talking about INC there it is um, that that's y'all sign too you want yeah. can you, you want to come in you know, on, the, on the podcast <laughs> you know what I'm saying influence new culture getting back or get rolled over um, this uh my my homeboy Gio what what the, the, we at the end of it so it's the last yeah. question we about to ask I mean I think both of them Mount Rushmore's yeah both of the Mount Rushmore's whatever that shit mean to y'all so we like doing this with uh anybody who loves music what is your Mount Rushmore of hip hop top four that you think are the most influential to you and either y'all can go first and say we want uh my top four most influential to me to you okay Jigga Yay Mace Mace and Nip or cold, nip or cold. You gotta choose cold. one. I gotta choose one. Ooh, <laughs> on, bro, you're gonna make me throw mace out there. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we could, we could have Kim tell us. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I got it. I got to properly introduce my nigga Kim. Uh, you know, 
growing up, close friend. Uh, I probably haven't seen y'all in like some years though, so I can't even say close no more. But you know, um, Forever, though. yeah, it's still, still <laughs> gang. You know for real, go. already. Um, and uh, thank you for uh, you know joining us. Um, but uh, which, who who is on your Mount Rushmore top four? My top four, of course, whole. <laughs> Hove, of course, my man's chains, two chains. <laughs> I don't think we got two chains. Two in chains there. in there, man. I'm with him too, cause I really got five. <laughs> cause I'm gonna have to say, Thug for sure, Young Thug, definitely. Interesting. I love Future, man. Future, <laughs> my guy. But I love Rose too. It is it's tight between Damn. Future and Rose. Damn, bro. Nigga, yeah. Ross, you got Hey, they be going though. Hey, they did. They be going though. That none of y'all said Lil Wayne. I'm. I'm not yeah. Wayne was my. Th- he just <laughs> had a bad <laughs> man. I love so, Wayne so much, that, man. But Wayne, he Fold went so though, left. Too. Yeah, fold like, up. If you would have gave me seven, you would have had payroll. Payroll would have had a lot of niggas in my seven. Dang. Oh, tough. Um, I don't know if y'all told us what the. I don't even want to throw it up. Throw it up again, bro. <laughs> what that shit mean? Influence new culture. Oh, okay. Yeah, we get did talk about that. Well, get rolled over. <laughs> Little nigga. We ain't censoring none of this shit, by the way. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, what, uh, what would you say your your goal is, Willie? Is it. I mean, we're just going to throw out some other stuff like, you know, is it money, viewers, platinum albums? What's the goal ultimately for you? I kind of touched on it earlier. It's really just, I hope, like, my music can get people through shit. Because making it got me through shit. You feel me? So I hope whatever you might be going through, good, bad, like, so damn good on a new project. I just wanted people to wake up, throw that shit on, and feel good. Yeah. It ain't necessarily got to be getting through some hard shit. Yeah. But I just want my, because Jay, shit, Jay don't make just the deepest shit. But it got me through my day saying that fly shit a lot of the time. For you real? feel me? So I just wanted to make people feel good and to help them through whatever they going through. That'd be my, you know, ultimate. It's not something I can really like calculate. Yeah. Or, you know, you know, quantify. But, yeah, yeah, right. But you know, that's what I'm hoping is happening. You know, what I'm Kim, you here now, bro? I kind of got to put you on the spot. Um, I was going to run through rapid fire, but go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Talk to us about, uh, you know, how you feel about Willie Mac music, man. I know you've been there since the beginning, right? Definitely since the beginning. It, it was funny hearing them rap. <laughs> no, cause what even you mean? Though, it, it was funny because, you know, our whole life we hoop. That's all we knew was hoop. We hoop, hoop, hoop. That's all we knew. That's all we knew. So it was like, I remember, though. It was funny. I'm going to just say it was funny hearing the rap because I'll never forget. We used to go to our dog folk basement. And one time he made a song when he was at Bradley. <laughs> and he played it for us. So I knew, like, all right, he can rap. But I think Joe the one who really, like, being with Joe, because Joe loved rap. Like, Joe used to rap, too, in college. So it was like, I was thinking, like, dude, swear he Joe. <laughs> but then he was out in Cali. Like, he was going in Cali, and he started, he, like, sent this son, like, bro, listen to this. And it was like, you straight low-key, bro. It was like, yeah. you ain't weak. Like, you yeah. ain't weak. Like, I'll let you know different. if you was weak. Like, yeah, yeah you got yeah. a different sound. So it was like he he definitely getting better. Like you definitely hit a growth in this music. Like I was just telling him that about um 
what, what is that? Uh, someone, what's, what's uh, somebody, some sometimes. somebody sometimes? Like I was telling them, like, like no, you hear your growth in that for mm-hmm. sure. Like that song hard. Like that probably ain't a lot of people's favorite song, but like no, that's probably my favorite song on there. That's like funny. I was just telling them that. That Sizz saying that same thing too, because I think I was talking to Sizz about it, but. You can definitely hit her growth in them for sure. For I was, sure. I was like, just getting better. I was just telling him, like, you know, I, I, you know, I follow y'all on, on social media and shit. I see you playing this shit all the time, so yeah. I know you've been there since the beginning. But, um, you know, I and just that, had, I had to put you on the spot. That's one thing I knew too. Like, I knew my niggas would have hold me if my shit was weak. <laughs> like, like you said, when I like I was at Bradley hooping. This was like freshman year, and I was just fucking around making songs. <laughs> I wasn't taking it serious. And I played that shit for niggas, and niggas was telling me, like, that shit sucked. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? So when I came with some real songs, you feel me? Yeah. And niggas wasn't saying it. I was like, that shit gotta be straight. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, shut up now. Yeah. So we was definitely just laughing when he played that shit for Bradley. Like, this nigga, man. Like, you just wanna go play a new song. Like, it was trash for sure, but. It was trash, but you, but can, you can you yeah, can tell, you can tell like, like you, you wanted to really do it like yeah he can rhyme but <laughs> you want to talk about nothing for real. He just <laughs> under he just under rap. just going just put words together that rhyme. Hell no man. We gonna look back on this interview one day. This shit gonna be funny as fuck. <laughs> yeah. This shit gonna be funny as fuck. So the purpose of G shit was to give a platform to artists, entrepreneurs. Uh, business people, everything, and it was called G shit because whenever you with your people, you'd be like, nah, but G shit, and then you give them some real words. What is some G shit you would give to somebody who's in your shoes, but maybe like you know, ten years younger, fifteen years younger? Like, what do you want to instill in them? Keep fucking going. I know that's simple, but niggas gonna steal your shit. Niggas gonna hate say on your you shit. Weak, hate on your shit. Whatever the case may be, you gonna want to quit. You gonna think you ain't got it sometimes, keep fucking going. Cause like every time a motherfucker tell me keep going, like yo shit hard, keep going. Mm-hmm. That shit rejuvenate me, you feel me? It be time it's been times where I was about to say, after keep the change for real, I was like, if keep the change, <laughs> don't blow up, <laughs> I quit. Like I was That's on crazy, that. Like bro. I'm not putting no more money into this shit, nothing. That's like, crazy. But ain't cheap. You feel me, but a motherfucker came around like, hey, that keep the change hard, keep going. Yeah. You feel me? So that's that's all I got for niggas. Don't stop, bro. Consistency, right? Yeah, don't stop. Um, you got any G shit you would get to people? I mean, any any advice in particular at all? Um, I'll just be yourself for real. That's just the thing to me. Keep it real, be yourself. Create your own lane and stay in it. Create your own oh lane and stay in it. You will be good. Be That's what it just falling back on what they said. You yeah. for it, my bad. No, you yeah. good. But it's just like you were saying though. Like, ain't nobody gonna be in your way. Even if somebody getting in your way, you ain't gonna really care because it's still your lane. <laughs> it's gonna keep it pushing. Like, all right. Oh but you know, it's gonna always be a bump. As long as if it ain't no bumps, then like my man's Duke could say. If it's too easy, every time he say he say, take it easy. If it's too easy, don't take it. <laughs> and I'll be living by that because I'll be like, I know, oh, bro, that's too sweet. That <laughs> that's too sweet. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it, it, not all the time, but most of the time, it is some bull behind it. Yeah. So, that's real. G shit, man. G shit. Uh, 
socials. Yeah, Willie, what's uh, where can the people find you? Willie Mac Jr. That's W I double L I E. We ain't gonna do you like that, bro. You ain't gotta spell your shit, bro. This player, I know who. Oh, I gotta let you do. Okay, okay, my fault, my fault. W I double L I E M A C underscore J R. Oh, yeah, okay. You feel me? Just a little ism on that. <laughs> <laughs> and you on all platforms, right? So they can yeah. get your shit everywhere. Yeah. Apple Music, everywhere Spotify, Tidal. Stream that shit. YouTube videos. We got more videos coming. We're going to drop the playerism Ooh, videos. That No soon. Limit Soldier was hard. My it was icy. Wait, cool. That bitch was cool. cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That shit was. Um, that's yeah, it, man. That's it. G Shit the Podcast, man. Thank y'all for tuning in. We'll catch y'all next time. Appreciate you.